0: (laughs) I've got some men's best friends
1: Oh, I've got a greedy little piglet
0: Welcome to Date Fight. It's the podcast where we take great things that occurred on this day in history and we pitch them against each other.
1: Yes, we do. He's Jake yet. I'm Nat Tuffy and together we have browsed through the library of time to find the filthiest books to present to you under the covers of doing homework.
0: Uh, did your grand- my grandmother had a repository of uh, softcore. Filth? Uh, <laughs>
1: filth? I saw your it, grandmother's the- repository of filth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and um, she kept it in what had been uh, her husband's bedroom. You know, he, he passed, he passed on, and then she just kept her stash there. And me and my cousin, whenever we stayed over, we'd um, thumb through her Barbara Taylor Bradford's.
1: <laughs> That's quite touching that she kept them in in his room, so she could yeah. lie where he it's used some... to lie mm. and fulfil <laughs> his functions. Round one. I'm going to take you to the 4th of April 2003, when Ian Parr, a worker at the British Aerospace Factory in Basildon, which had previously been the Marconi Factory in Basildon, is the last person to be sentenced for espionage in Great Britain. Ian Parr was codenamed Piglet and was working at BAE, but he decided to give technical info worth twenty five thousand pounds to a man called Alexi in a pub oh, in Basildon. Classic. Yeah. Unfortunately for him, Alexei turned to be an undercover MI five operative who had codenamed Ian Piglet. Oh. Uh, and he became the Now he had only agreed to give them the information because he'd received a note from his boss saying, oh, we want to see you on Monday about something very important and he thought he was about to be made redundant so he quickly gathered all the information he could to try and sell to someone he thought was Russian In fact, his boss wanted to see him because he wanted to give him a raise
0: Oh no!
1: Yes, poor old Ian Parr Uh, He didn't have much luck, he was called Hazard when he'd been in the army because he was so unlucky and when he was in jail, he tried to wire his spectacles to the mains in order to commit suicide and failed at that. Too. <laughs> what failed at that too? I'm afraid he's just got a rather burnt oh. nose. Oh, so that's Ian Parr, the uh, last person in the UK to be sentenced for espionage, which happened on the 4th of April 2003.
0: Very much below. <laughs> well, I've got the 4th of April 1873, and the Kennel Club is founded. Oh, uh, it's the oldest and first official registry of purebred dogs in the world. Um, it was founded by Wallace Evelyn Shirley, Ooh. who was uh, an MP. He was a politician. and
1: uh, Didn't like these mongrel dogs going around.
0: He certainly did not. He had a very keen interest in dogs. Mm. Uh, his fox terrier won a silver cup at the Birmingham Dog Show in 1867. Yeah. Uh, fox terriers tend to, inha- tend to inherit myasthenia gravis Which yes. means grave muscle weakness uh, Intense fatigue yeah. uh, And it's congenital in them And uh, it can also lead to a swollen oesophagus And vomiting Which can lead to pneumonia And yeah. uh, it's quite bad Anyway Three See, years yeah. later Yes Yeah <laughs> Three it... years later mm. uh, Shirley repeated his victory With an English bull terrier
1: <laughs> This one was vomiting As it received the cup <laughs>
0: 18% of bull derries, terriers are born deaf And if it's in both ears, the puppies are generally destroyed They're also oh. prone to several kidney conditions Heart failure, skin infections And patella luxation oh. uh, Which is where their kneecaps mm. pop out Which can be excruciatingly painful, as you might imagine But it is fantastic It's fantastic, Nat To see these pure <laughs> breeds being paraded <laughs> around For our entertainment every year <laughs> yeah. At the Kennel the- Club's annual Orgy of canine eugenics crafts.
1: <laughs> I like the fact that we've taken these birth defects and have decided to pretend that they're in some way um, assets to a particular breed so, oh, Yes, that, yes that, that pug's Wonderful vomiting it's really, yes, <laughs> it's really, yeah. That's a really stubby nose He really probably uh, can't breathe through that at yeah. all
0: To be fair, actually, I should say, to be fair, they have outlawed stapling uh,
1: of boxers' faces. (laughs) Right. Oh, good. Oh, good. In the old days, just pinch and clack. Pinch, clack. It was wonderful. Clothes pegging is still allowed. (laughs)
0: Yes, you can, yeah.
1: And (laughs) how do you think the bulldog clip got its name? Well, congratulations to the Kennel Club, the enforced fiesta of birth defects that continues to this very day.
0: Yes. That's a very rude way to talk about clear balding. (laughs)
1: Happy birthday, oh, I'm gonna sort myself out before I say this one. Happy birthday ah. Happy birthday to Dorothea Dix. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and what's she famous for now? She's an advocate for the mentally ill. Oh, perfect. Well done. Dorothea Dix uh, did an investigation into Massachusetts' provision for the indigent mentally ill which led to the establishment (laughs) of many, many asylums and the improvement of conditions for them across the state. She then went to New Jersey, did the same, went to New New Hampshire, Louisiana, North Carolina and Pennsylvania. She was responsible for more improvements to the lives of mental uh, health patients than anyone else in the 19th century in America. Uh, She also went to Nova Scotia to see if the mentally ill who were being kept on Sable Island um, were being held in suitable conditions. But while she was there, there was a shipwreck, and she worked out that Sable Island didn't have enough stuff to cope with shipwrecks. So she organised a fundraising drive and sent them a new lifeboat, which arrived the day before another shipwreck and saved 180 lives. So Dorothy Dix saved 180 lives. Um, She was the... (laughs) She was the superintendent of the Army Nurses during the American Civil War, um, in which she insisted that all nurses who were volunteering should be between the ages of 35 and 50 and plain-looking. She specified that. Um, There is currently, in upstate New York, there is the Dix Museum, which is dedicated to dicks. So if you want to see dicks, you can go in and see all the dicks you want. I couldn't resist it, sorry. It's like David Starkey crossed with Beavis
0: and Buttheads. We should be entered at Crafts. Uh, And you know what I mean by that? Yes. Mm. Fine. Well, I have the death of in 1995 of Kenny Everett. Oh. Uh, Morris James Christopher Cole, as he perhaps should have been known. What's his name? Uh, He was dismissed from the BBC in 1970 after making remarks about a government minister's wife. Mm -hmm. Uh, He went to independent radio, then he went back to the BBC and ITV and all the rest of it. Uh, He was uh, invited to speak at the Young Conservatives Conference in 1983 Mm. during the general election. And they had him on and he came on and said, uh, let's bomb Russia quite famously mm. and let's kick Michael Foote's stick away yes uh, to thunderous applause yeah as a gay man he faced quite a lot of criticism uh, for supporting the UK Conservative government after it enacted Section 28 which made it illegal for councils to promote homosexual issues he was later diagnosed with HIV in 1989 In 1995 he did some things that were funny but on balance I think a somewhat tortured soul and mm. not a happy one and
1: I think I was too I was too young to really see his heyday, I think, on television, so I sort of missed by the time I was aware of him he was just back doing radio feeling quite sorry for himself, I think, so I don't think I saw him at his height at the height of his powers.
0: He ended up yeah, yeah he did radio shows from his home in Wales. He'd record them and then send them and can you imagine that, Nat? Mm. Just holed up in your house <laughs> recording <laughs> things and
1: Hoping someone Posting somewhere. them
0: off, hoping was... someone will care. Yeah Unimaginable today of course
1: Yeah Well Unimaginable today Even more unimaginable tomorrow When you should come back And hear exactly What the 5th of April Has got in store for us all Oh you absolutely should actually Because uh, You had dicks
0: I've got piles (laughs) (laughs) Hooray Hooray for us Well done (laughs) <laughs> so uh, i i think i can work out which is the dominant gene out of david stark in and <laughs> <Backhead now. laughs> just ask
1: the camera uh, club uh, yeah
0: do, cons- <laughs> do consider subscribing and sharing if you're new to us do. welcome along it's lovely to have you here uh we are please here please every, every day. day yeah so do join us for more tomorrow and forever
1: forevermore